Hey. Hey, man. What's up, dude? The last time we talked, we, we talked about your uh, your travels in Spain, and we left off. And I'm mentioning this right from the get, because I don't want us to forget. We left off talking about uh, one of your recent ayahuasca journeys and how it led to like a non-dual kind of realization. Well, I'm I'm excited to share with you because it's um, you know, that one that the one time that you and I were doing um, were chatting and you led me through some inquiry, and I had that moment like a period of time where my self just blipped out. It was just gone and it was the most plain, ordinary experience ever, except for the fact that I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. There was no I. It was just experience. And there was thoughts, but there was no thinker. It was just ever since then I've been hooked on like non-dual meditation practices. <laughs> um and so I've been using Sam Harris's um app waking up. Yeah, it's a good Which is one. actually kind of, it's cool too, because <laughs> you sneeze, you cough the screen sideways. <laughs> and even though I haven't quite had as dramatic experience since then, I've had little moments. And it's, he, the way he describes it is like, um, so like, especially the open eye meditation, looking at an object. And then a split second, RO even helps like snapping, like in the snap, looking back, looking back to see who's looking. And and it, he said it's not something that's found through enduring effort, but it's just a snap, it's just a momentary glimpse of feeling, of seeing that nothing's there. And so I've been doing that very frequently, and th- you know, during my day and when I'm talking to people, even, you know, just even now checking in with that. Um, and it's only for just little tiny blips do I get that same feeling and recognition that like there is nothing and no one there at all. And um, so that's been on my mind and then heading into ceremony, I'm like, how, you know, how, how does this fit in? Like, and I was really, I was wrapped up in a lot of fear um, just because of like the intensity, you know, like it's so, it's so intense sometimes. And, yeah, um, and, um, one of the facilitators prior to the ceremony was saying like, just sharing some stuff. And she, she's mentioned like some people say like, all I could do is show up and she's like, that's it. That's all you need to do. That's everything. Like, with a ceremony and working with the medicine, everything is showing up. It's that's that's all of it. It's all you have to show. You don't have to do anything more than just show up. And so, laying there or sitting there, and and a lot of fear kept on coming up because it was this, and it was ultimately like the fear of ego death or the the ego dying. And um, my mind was running so much about like. Like, oh, maybe I have to put in this position or, oh, maybe I'm going to purge. And then what if everyone's like listening to me or why am I, you know, why is it, why is this song making me feel like I have to purge? And then my hips started moving and it was this very fine balance of like allowing the medicine to work and not fighting it, but also not trying too hard to make anything happen. And then it just hit a point where 
I couldn't control anymore. My mind, my mind was just so afraid. It's just so avoidant of whatever it was, was just resisting it so hard. And, and the intention I held to myself was just to like be kind to it and just let whatever happened, happen. And I was huddled up and my whole body was shaking. And then it was like my whole body was shaking. And then my whole body mind just like shook apart, like, like decorated folded paper. And it just unraveled and opened up. And I was, you know, my soul, I was made of color and light and all and everything around me was made of color and light. And I was in this like brilliant, like maroon and blue and purple technicolor orbed light space, you know, that was the ceremony space and everyone else was made of light too. And I just kept on saying to myself, like, oh, I forgot. Mm-hmm. I forgot. It's so good to let go. It's so <laughs> yeah. good. And it's so free. Like, I, to- I just kept on saying over and over, I forgot. I forgot. It's totally safe. And it kind of reminds me of the Ram Dass quote, like, it's totally safe to die. It's, it's like, it's natural, you know? And it was just like, I forgot. I totally wow. forgot. And it was just beautiful. And it was exactly what I needed. And it, and it just showed me, or at least showed my body mind, like, I don't have to fear ayahuasca. I don't have to fear anything with ceremony, especially if I have good facilitators, which I always have, but like, and I can, and and so it just, it just showed me that like, I can always trust the, that process of letting go and it was amazing and it was brilliant and beautiful and um then i had to go pee but then i stepped outside and the stars were just insane i could like kind of see spirits walking around on the property because it was out in like the woods and stuff it was just one of the most beautiful amazing ceremony experiences ever for a number of reasons like another one part that was really beautiful was um you know the facilitators were singing their Icaros and then one of them sang a different song. There's this big, um, you know, lots of action happening. And then when they stopped singing, um, literally like two or three owls and a whole pack of coyotes started singing after that, all, all at once after they stopped, after the facilitator stopped singing. Wow. And it was just, yeah, and it was just so cool because it was just like, the animals and the land were celebrating that we were in ceremony there. And it was just, there was, we were in complete connection and union with everything around us. It was so cool. Um, but the thing that really got me for the non connecting me to non dual stuff was, you know, after my body mind had kind of let go and unraveled, eventually came back in. And it was tired and like very vulnerable and overwhelmed. And, and so I just, I didn't push anything. I just kind of rode with the rest of ceremony, just taking care of myself the way, however I needed. Um, but my mind would get into these stories of like, oh, what should I do next? Or what would, you know, do I need to like let go again? Or what do I need to do? And just like asking all these questions. And I would just, kind of watch my mind think and I'm like I'm here 
that's all I need to do. I'm here. Like I'm, I'm sure I showed up. I'm here. And then my mind would kind of let go of the story. And then my mind would kind of start freaking out again, you know, get triggered by some sort of visual or whatever. Like, Oh, do I need to do this? Or is this wrong? And is this like this? And they ask like, you know, Oh, I think I need to sit up or I need to lay down or I should, I should be doing this. And I'm like, I'm here. All I need to do. I showed up. And it was just like, just sitting responding to my mind after it wrapped all these stories around it around whatever I was experiencing just showed me like it just became very clear when the mind is getting in the way and um, so in that aspect of non-dual of like seeing it as an object another object um in awareness and that it um it needs to do a lot less than it thinks it needs to do <laughs> you know like it doesn't need to do as much as it thinks it needs to mm-hmm. uh, which i'm still figuring out and has been like looking for apartments and stuff for santa cruz and stuff has been really stressful i think that's why i got sick but um and you know trying to figure out my life path and all this bullshit and you know am I making the right decision and and just let you know coming back to that and letting it all go um and just tending to whatever needs to be tended to in front of me which um I'm glad we're talking about this because it's like it's like uh I'm almost saying it for myself (laughs) moving forward you know totally and then the other part was like looking back on the experience and you know the whole like unfolding of the self is that even in these like grand visionary experiences and transcendent experiences um and i didn't have my body mind it was still that clear open awareness was always there you know didn't matter if my body's made the flasher of light awareness was still awareness and that's not it wasn't some grand revel it wasn't even like ayahuasca was trying to show me that so i thought that was really cool it was like it's just so persistent and so consistent you know it's never not that exactly (laughs) and even in those moments of shedding the self it's it's still the most plain nothing thing but it's like but that it that itself seems significant totally it's so funny that when you were describing the ineffable it started glitching it started glitching out i don't even know how much of it uh came through i knew exactly what you were saying the whole time but it was like blipping through the entire story and which which is super funny because you know it's the ineffable you know it can't it can't really be described but like you were getting so close that you were singeing the wires or something. <laughs> totally. Yeah. My iPad started smoking. That was that's awesome though, dude. Thank you for sharing. That's that's super beautiful. And I know that I know that yeah. I like I feel comfortable saying this uh because I know that you're perceptive and self-aware enough to not let your ego grab hold of it. But I think the world absolutely needs teachers like you, teachers that don't want to be teachers. It's the teachers that want to be teachers 
that like probably shouldn't be teachers because they're in it for their ego. It's the ones, it's the people that are thrust into in, thrust into the sharing of knowledge, not by their choice, but because they have been given something or something is shining through them that is just so pristine that it it can't not be shared. And like the like what you think you are and your person self, your whatever your plans you might have that you can't fuck with destiny like there's just things that will come yeah. through and like you said uh maybe you won't do it in this life if you or if you don't do it in this life it'll just be a theme that just kind of rolls over into maybe the next one and then it either comes through or doesn't at that point but at you can't stop light from shining like eventually the light pure light comes yeah. through the clouds and the mind is just the cloudiness that kind of like distorts the perception of the the pristine isness that is always there and I know that you know that. Mm -hmm. And I know that you don't let the fog become some sort of uh, ego warp of that pristine light. And so the world needs teachers like you. And so I appreciate you sharing that story. I know it takes like a, like a very like visceral, intense sense, sense of vulnerability to, to like share things that are so, that feel at first against your nature. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I appreciate you listening and uh, hearing the story, you know. Yeah, it's beautiful, man. Thank you. But there's this one uh, yoga teacher dude who teach who uh, does Ashtanga, who leads Ashtanga at the gym. And um, we were talking about it today. We were talking about, like, you know, how no one, not, not many people get it. And I was like, like, I don't know, before it clicked for me, my mind hated it. And it would just like, thought it was the most annoying shit to hear ever. Totally. And then, it, and then it like, and then I like woke up to it. And then he said something like, yeah. And then it's like realization that the awake part was always awake. It never, it never wasn't awake. And there's nothing that the, the mind can do about it because it can't it can't it can't ex it um there's nothing yeah there's no it's like <laughs> helpless to that totally I'm completely. not helpless but, but yeah i know exactly what you're saying and and yeah helpless is a fine <laughs> word because like it's just like yeah it's just not even there <laughs> so somehow somehow when you like really actually look at it you see that it's it's nothing it's it was never there and so how could that light ever be distorted and then you look back at reality and you're like oh it's not it just looks like all of this you know yeah yeah <laughs> dude i really love uh you haven't done uh 5meo yet have you do you have any desire to no not really <laughs> <laughs> well what what you described is very close that scares me yeah i mean it should because you die <laughs> like like that's that's actually one of my favorite um like when when somebody says uh like they're not sure if they've truly like like if they've had a a, a true awakening or if it's just like a new concept that they're gaining and like one one of the thing one of the testers that's really good is um at just asking yourself are you afraid to die and if you're afraid to die at all 
then there's a then there's still this there are, there's still a contraction of energy that's holding on to a oh, totally. sense of self and so like that it's just a good barometer it's a good measuring tool like are you afraid of death and if if there's absolutely no fear that like viscerally wells up either in because because like it can well up you know either mentally cognitively in your in your mind or it can well up in your body and you can have like a visceral reaction to it and, and like uh mm -hmm. like an opposite uh, just, just like a body uh opposition to it um but that clears out at, if you've had a significant enough awakening and like it, it's it's worth it, 5-MeO DMT is worthy to be afraid of because it, it clears you out and you have no choice. There's no choice in the matter. Like you said, you just yeah. show up. <laughs> I think I'm a, I think I'm a little less afraid to die after my last ceremony experience. But uh, it's still there. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's I mean it's good it's good to, it's good dying to... there. It's good to really look because like if you don't really look you don't really know and like it's easy to say no i'm not afraid of death fuck that like whatever will happen will happen you know like like the ego will even get involved and say stuff like that and be like yeah. no i'm not fucking afraid you know <laughs> so so you gotta really look at it and, and see if it's yeah totally i have been doing this thing lately um especially when i've been impatient or ir irritable um i've been pretending like um I'm gonna die uh, at the end of the day, so this is my like my last day, mm. and uh, that's made. I've only done it a handful of times, but the the result of it, like, it makes problems really small. Dude, and it makes like patience e easier. Dude, I I do almost the exact same practice. If if there's some sort of like I feel a tension or something or something that like is undesirable like i'll be at work and like just about ready to you know go home and i'm like oh yeah takara's cooking dinner and all of a sudden there will be a construction crew that'll be like oh we're gonna stay late we'll go till seven and that's another like three hours from from then i'm like god damn it you know so like <laughs> but 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 like i've done a I've, I've been doing a similar practice where it's like okay what if i die i i died today and I was given the option to go back to this specific moment in time. Would I take it? Like, like, and 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 it's always yes, of course. The taste of even grief is delicious. Like the taste of even like the worst, the worst thought imaginable, the worst reality possible. There's a deliciousness in just like the feeling, you know, and just feeling. Mm. And so it so then mm. automatically it dissolves. interesting. Yeah cool the deliciousness of grief <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, totally like and i know we've talked about like uh when jake died um a bunch of times and and i there there like i maybe i've said this to you directly or or not but it really did feel like a grace when he died that and that's so weird to say of course but uh like when he died, I felt like I rode the wave of ascension into just the abyss with him, and uh, mm. and 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 similarly to like these ceremonies, I had no choice. Like it wasn't something that like I chose to do. You know, it like it was an energetic yeah. thing that just welled up. Like this grief just welled up, overcame me, and that like 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 
felt like, you know, contraction to the max of just grief and a density of just pain that just was like welled up and then just just released. And mm. and and it, it was the explosion of grief. So like I really it, I really describe it as like the grace of grief like brought me through. Mm. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I'm not sure if I shared that with you directly or not in that way. No, I don't think so. Thank oh. you for sharing that with me. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, there's so many so many flavors of reality that like as long as you're an op if you have some sort of like opposition to any of them, you don't really taste them. Like you just you push them away. You know, and like the pushing away yeah. is the tension of suffering that creates suffering. You know, it is that suffering is that tension of pushing mm -hmm. uh, your current experience away. Whereas yeah. if, you, if it's a full embrace, yeah. you taste the suffering viscerally and it's actually pretty tasty. <laughs> this is this is similar, but not the same. There's moments where as I look inward, I almost see the mask that the ego's wearing. Not the mask. It's, it's like a mask or a character. And it's this experience of like, you know, I might be impatient and irritable about something someone else is doing. And then I'll just check in. And I see the character of like those emotions it's like all the characters, my essence is playing. And it, and it's, it's just this like objective observation of it. And it's, so it's like all these different flavors of Luke. It really breaks the stickiness of it where it's like before looking in, I'm just, that's just my experience is the and I'm kind of blind to what it feels like and what it looks like because I'm just it, I'm just in it. It just is what I am. And then I look inward, and then it's I see it, and I'm like <laughs> most of the time, like especially if I'm like irritated or impatient or whatever, and I look back and I see the character that it's playing, and then I can see it objectively, and it just kind of is like funny. And there's like an an acceptance of that, and then but then it just it, then it just ends, and then it goes away, and it just can I get what I'm saying? Totally, totally. I've had many experiences like that of doubling back on the mask of ego, especially and like like the character play, yeah. Like and 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 going back into it and being like, okay, this like like the rejection of your character is one of the worst things you can do, you know, cause it just creates suffering. Like, I think that's really important when you're entering mm. into like non-dual realization too, because like people can think that, Oh, now I have to speak softly. You're like, now I have to wear all white or like, you know, there's all these like mm -hmm. character tropes that like, yeah. seep in, and like, like some of like you, like, like, for me, initially, there was a pushing away of all of that. I was like, that's so fucking corny. Like, I'm going to just, you know, mm -hmm. however it speaks through me is how it speaks through me. 
and and then and then I was like, wait, no. Now that I'm sharing this with people, like that's how I would have conversations and you know, face to face. But now that I'm sharing with people I don't even know, I need to be more respectful. I need to like mm -hmm. like speak uh, more softly. And then there was like another like a doubling so back you're doing on the same shit again. Totally, totally, exactly. And so there's a yeah. doubling back on that character. And I was like, wait, no, it it doesn't matter how this shines through. Just if you, as long as you stay as that pristine essence of isness and just let what however it shines. Like right now, there's a real visceral sense that like I have nothing to do with what's speaking right now. Like I have like it, I really am right even right now just where that light of business is just where that light of beingness is and all of this is just kind of happening and, mm -hmm. and i no longer have a problem with it and i don't know how mm -hmm. it's going to happen next like i don't know how this is going to unfold i don't even know my next words i don't know what's going to be said next yeah. like this is just like the radiance that comes through this character and i don't fight this yeah. character anymore yeah hell yeah dude hell yeah dude <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> Oh yeah, man. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, I love that the hell yeah, there's still, we still keep those fucking things alive. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so good. What, are you drinking coffee right now? Yeah. Dude. What? Aren't you going to go bed soon? Oh no, I'll probably, I'll probably, uh, no, it's only like drinking five. coffee at nighttime? It's, yeah, yeah, sometimes. It's only 5.30 here and like, uh, a lot of times, like, I do my meditations between, like, you know, when Takara goes to sleep and it's just me and the dogs and I'll just be on the couch and, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't, and then I can just go, and then I, at 5.30 at night. Dude, I can go, I can drink a full thing of coffee and go straight to bed. I'm not even kidding you. Dude, you're wrong. I cannot. <laughs> the other thing, so, when you were talking about, you know, like, oh, if I'm talking I'm doing stuff that I have to be this way or that way, really it's just in letting whatever is be. Um, there was a question or an inquiry that came up in one of the meditations from Sam Harris waking up and he said something like, predict your next thought and I was like I can't I can't predict a thought because even if I'm thinking because I can't think it before I think it it's always just arising and then he and then I, I felt it but then he also said it was like um, there can be an intention felt of like an intention arising before a thought is said. But again, it's like the intention out of nowhere. And it might be arising out of nowhere in response to something, but it's still coming out of nothing. You know? Totally. And I, I from, from ceremonies, I've, I've seen myself thinking before I speak and the feeling of not wanting to do that. But at the same time, it's it's all spontaneous. Anyway. <laughs> right? Yes. 
it's fucking weird. It trips me out so hard, and it's just the weirdest thing. And then it's just this like big with nothing, <laughs> you know, like 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 what am I? Yeah, and it's mysterious, and I have no idea why I'm here. You know, like where are these? What is a fucking off? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I can say things about, oh, it's like energy. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck it is even. Bro, it's happening again. (laughs) As soon as you start saying something that is ineffable, your fucking connection drops out. It's so funny. That's really funny. Oh, no, yeah. I'll just say because, like, the the internet connection is, is like, hilariously playing with our do- dialogue right now. But uh, either either way. Uh, I know. So, so when, it come, when it comes to, like, where you want to sit, you go to that place, like, like Sam Harris said, you go to that place where you try to predict a thought is one, one way of doing it. And you come up with nothing, right? And like, like you said, all these thoughts are coming in from nothing and disappearing back into nothingness. And it's that yeah. nothingness that you want to sit in. That nothingness is like the marination of the absolute. Like that is where you become yeah. grace prone. That is where you become open to the mystical, the magical, the mysterious. Because that is beyond mind. That's the place beyond mind. And that's where thing biblical things happen (laughs) you know what i mean that's where that pure light of radiance is allowed to shine through because there's nothing it's it's you're in the nothingness you've entered into the void and in that in that space like that that's where you sit if if you if 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 you want a non-dual awakening there's nothing more to happen like like we were also talking about how like the momentum or the energy of the seeker is constantly wanting some new cookie or some new adventure or some new path to go on some new book or some new video or some new teacher some like like oh i'm gonna be enlightened after the next meditation you know i'm gonna be enlightened after the next youtube video you know what i mean there's always something new that it thinks if i could just get there then i'll have an awakening then i'll become enlightened but no it's sitting here in that space of absolute nothingness from which all things arise that you sit and you ju- you don't do anything there's no more seeking mm-hmm. put the you put the seeking self down and you just sit in that emptiness of pure radiance and i and i say pure radiance because you've probably seen in your ayahuasca journeys and i know i've seen in my in my five meo uh, uh journey there's this space that you can only describe as the pure self-luminous isness like it's just it's not even a color it's not even like a black or blue void it's not even like a pure white void it's it's colorless but luminous and it's Mm. it's that place that i enter into meditation thanks to fucking coffee because oftentimes when i used to come up to that space of a, a space of pure nothingness my body mind would literally shut off it would just turn off and I would catch myself going like this in, in a baby nod. And I'd catch myself like this, coming back, like popping back out of meditation because like like my body mind just kind of shut down and fell asleep. And so 
in order to give the body mind the rigidity and awareness to like mm-hmm. s- just stick with it you know just just you know the body has been given energy so that you you know the the system doesn't shut down so that the so, so that the seer can turn back on the seer consciousness folding back upon itself without shit blipping out without the body mind just completely going to sleep and shutting down which is what would happen to me but now you know i i not now even when i walk around in daily life like it it's just that but uh but but like in meditation you it's just that and nothing else like nothing else exists and so if when the mind has nothing to grab onto no cookies uh it, 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 it like it can shut off <laughs> but but uh yeah mm-hmm. so that, that's where i go to in in meditation that's the only place uh that i um encourage people or try to lead people to if if their true desire is to have a, a real non-dual awakening into the fact that there is no separation between anything because there is only one thing mm-hmm what it's it's so funny because like when i first so before i had that blipping out of self you and i were talking i kind of would have a connection with that empty space and just acknowledging it but then so often my mind would think so what Mm -hmm. you know like i don't know whatever because like you said earlier it's totally ordinary see similarities between like other practices of like oh i think that's how you know my facilitators that's the space they're sitting in in ceremonies of deciding you know what songs to sing or what who needs prayers it's in that space that they are attuned to doing like being in the flow like the Tao, like knowing what needs to be done when it needs to be done like okay so then my mind started using it as a tool like oh that's like you know dispenses quantum realm space is that nothingness it's like, oh okay yeah so it's really just to use use this to get to something that's what my mind would say totally and then um I've been there and even like Eckhart Tolle would say like you know if you want to manifest you have to be in that space but he was eventually you just want to be in that space anyway. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what you get. You just want that space. I'm like, yes. But after I've had that. Huh. What about it? Boneless or traditional? All right. Get whatever flavors. I like them. I like all the flavors. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sorry. <laughs> what kind of wings are you getting? I don't know. Whatever, whatever all flavors, I guess. All flavors. All Dude, flavors are good. I've been fucking. I've never had Wingstop before I visited you guys, and then after that, I just fucking mouth. I in Fort Collins, I got them like once a week. <laughs> I had them in your guys' house. Yeah, dude, Wingstop, Wingstop's pretty clutch. It's nice that you can just order like some fucking dope wings on delivery. It's like you just know exactly what they're gonna be, what you're gonna get. It's nice. Mine loves knowing what, yeah. what, what it's gonna oh, get. Yeah. So I loves McDonald's. <laughs> totally. <laughs> exactly i was thinking about that today too of like how people like starbucks is the only place they go or whatever because <laughs> mine fucking loves 
know what it's going to get. And I used to like look down at people about that or judge them or judge myself. And it's like, no, I totally get it. It's like it wants a thing of comfort to know, especially now, like so much shit, crazy shit's going on. Like mm. to have something familiar feels good. Totally. Fine. Totally. But, but um, what I was saying was after that experience, then I just, it does have a gravity where I was like, oh, I just, I don't know. I just want to, like, part of me wants to chase it and be like, oh, yeah, I want to blip out again. That felt good. But then just also curious of getting interested in it. And now, like, whether I blip out or not, like, I just want to, I started kind of feeling into what it feels like to relax into that space of nothing. Mm. And, um, so I'm not, I don't have it. I don't, I want to say I don't have it figured out, but it's really like, I haven't recognized. It's like, I can kind of acknowledge, yeah, it's hard. I don't, I don't know how to put words on it. The mind's trying to do it again. Um, also when, yeah, <laughs> mind's trying to do what? trying to get it story around it yeah trying to have it exactly yeah, trying to have it trying to get it trying to <coughs> trying to make it a predictable thing totally absolutely that's you clearing house that like you recognizing that oh, is like yeah clearing just another barrier out like they're really boiling out of you if you've been there you're, you've you've gone into the hottest part of the fire and you and you have and and so things boil out a lot quicker like all these things will come out like emotions thoughts ideas concepts things but but just they're, they're so they're just gonna boil out so you might think that like oh you know i'm regressing you know i'm all like like i'm i must be going in the wrong direction because all these things are boiling up to the surface but no you've just entered into the hottest part of the fire so things are happening more rapidly things are boiling up and out more rapidly just don't hold on or follow any of them and they'll just disappear back into uh nothing <laughs> totally yep absolutely it is crazy though intuition and like, like magic senses totally fired up when being after even not when I'm in that space, but just like if I'm in the practice regularly, it's just, yeah, it's like a whole nother sense. Just like, oh, so-and-so is going to text me. And then they do. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I think, and now it's even like, oh, sends in my application for my rent. And I'm pretty sure that I felt when the woman who was like debating whether or not to accept my application or not <laughs> like like i almost you know i don't i don't know if it's true but it was it's the same kind of feeling that i had when other people would like call me or text me when they popped up in my head or whatever you know what i mean totally yeah like, that the, and those those th those things happen more and more like synchronicities become really fucking synchronous and like 
all sorts of things start happening yeah. around you and like ramana maharshi would always talk about this and like people would be like you know pr praise him for like having weird things happen around him so, like seeming miracles but like he's he, he, all, yeah. he was always like that's nothing that's nothing that's still just part of the play you yeah. know it's still just part of the play oh yeah totally still objects arising still yeah even though the mind isn't necessarily like used to those types of synchronicities occurring it's still just a play the play the play of mm. the play of being absolutely that makes sense fun though yeah totally yeah and 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 when you're that transparent like when you've really burned everything off by sitting in that just pure light of beingness pure light of existence you re-enter into the play as nothing and it just it's like everything is just kind of like a mysterious you know a mysterious unfoldment that's really enjoyable because there's no longer any stress or friction happening within the experience or, or like if there is stress or friction it's still just part of the play and like not given any importance and not any more importance mm -hmm. than like anything else any other part of the play hmm. oh yeah yeah it really, it really is liberate called liberation for a reason and it's a real possibility for everybody which is you know some people just need to hear that because because it's not some crazy thing it's some it's the most ordinary thing but it's the thing that people just have never looked at never thought to look at and so it's awesome having these conversations and because it's it's like an invitation for people to be like wait i can look back and try to see what is looking right now like i don't have to wait like you don't have to wait to die to meet god you can find where like where it all comes from right in your direct experience right now what's funny is like i've seen a handful of quotes from the upanishads and quotes from like masters and something you just said right now and for some reason i used to think it was like um metaphorical no it's literal it's so <laughs> literal it's literally looking out and then looking back it's literal literal yeah, yeah. It's the fucking funniest thing ever to me it's wait like, they really meant it <laughs> mystic yeah they really meant it <laughs> like, no just literally do that yeah totally i just think is the funniest fucking thing ever and it's it's not it's not metaphorical it's literal the cosmic joke baby there it is punchline <laughs> no kidding <laughs> it's so bizarre to me but no i get it i actually prefer meditating with a cup of coffee 100 mm -hmm. because i i my mind is just steadier yeah i totally yeah. get that there's there's like I don't, a, a necessary alertness that's required if you're if, if you're going to be vigilant about finding the space from where the seer sees what's hard for me and this is or i mean what i've noticed is like so if i apply like a lot of intention to things i'm trying to get done in my life or like let's say vigilance and meditation I notice it comes with a contraction so staying expanded but like 
energized or focused that it's because it's because focused is contraction you know what i mean so it's like this weird i feel like i'm always like wah, 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 wah. <laughs> it's this oscillation i haven't quite figured out you know i've i even do it in weightlifting too like you know there's this thing in weightlifting there's this strength coach i think his name's pavel tatsuin he says lift heavy not hard and i felt that doing like split squats once i was like really trying to lift hard and it was i just couldn't do it and then i remembered like oh yeah do qigong while lifting and so i was just super relaxed and i just shot right up because mm -hmm. i wasn't i was getting in my own way mm -hmm. of lifting the weight and so i'm trying to i'm been trying to figure out how to do that in life of like be productive stay do my shit but also stay open you know because if i get like too productive and too focused then it's like i get contracted and sometimes it get like i get this like mind or being cramp where then it like clenches down and it's like you know when you're holding on to a, a, a bar or holding on to something really tight and then you have to, like, when you want to let go, you have to almost peel it off. You know what I'm saying? Totally, yep, yep. So it's like, I'm trying to figure out how to stay soft and open when taking action. And it kind of reminds me of this, of, like, vigilant and alert, but not contracted. Can I, can I say something here? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're never the one that contracts. You're just the illumination of the one that contracts. Like, there's a contraction, but it happens within yeah. that, that isness. If you just remain as isness, contraction happens, but for nobody, mm -hmm. there's nothing. It has nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. Like, it happens. Like, like uh, I I work out uh, three, mm -hmm. three days a week too, and and I've also incorporated this into my. Oh, work. you work out? Damn! You I'm can't tell. But uh, uh, so 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 like in, Shit, like you're saying, like you're saying, like like mid mid rep, like I'll really investigate into the sense of of struggle and be like, who's what? Is, where is it? And I and then there's just nothing. But there's still the reps happening, like the reps, like like I'm I'm, I'm looking in it, at it. I'm I'm going into the middle of it. And, and looking around and being like, who, there, there's no one here that's struggling. Like, there's no, mm. wh where is the strain? Like, 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 this is all just happening. Mm. It's all just happening. Like, like, when you go into something, you, it disappears. Mm -hmm. Like, it's mm -hmm. not there. Mm -hmm. Like, you just, you just, mm -hmm. so like, like, when you're doing those reps, like, investigate, wait, Okay, first, who's doing these reps? And like, where is he? Or where is it that? Where is that? And and then, okay, there's so there's just a, a sense of energy here doing these reps. Okay, where is that energy? And then go into the middle of that. And then, okay, you look looking around. Where, what, what is the sensation? What is the sense? And where is it? And you go to where you might feel that to be. And then everything just kind of like. Is like oh like like beingness is like okay you got me and just like <laughs> bursts back out into just pure like mysterious isness but but the reps keep happening like like everything just keeps happening and 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 that's 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 like that's like 
flowing with the divine will of life you know that's that's flowing not that there is a, a divine and not that there is a will but it's like like i think i think you can pick up what i'm what i'm saying like there there's that's just what the radiance is doing and you're just the radiance and they're still doing but there's no doer they're still happening but there's no like thing it's happening to and with like there's no duality anywhere when you really investigate it but yet it all just still happens so you just have to trust mm-hmm. i guess is mm-hmm. it, and i mm-hmm. guess the like like the old religious term for trust is faith and so you know you yeah. know you just have faith that you know you can trust this this is safe like mm-hmm. you said earlier this is safe mm-hmm. you're safe here and, and in fact you're more than safe it's it's the full embrace of wholeness as whatever mm-hmm. arises absolutely and that's a, and, and that welcomes all yes all of it all of it mm-hmm. rejects nothing mm-hmm. yeah never rejects hell yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> good man there's uh there's this one part in in this little qigong series i like doing and um do you want to try it yes please so rub your hands together and then usually it's like I do this part near the end of my of the series, and then now rub your big knuckles together. And then the next knuckles. And then the fingernails. And then I bring your hands together. And then when you inhale, move them apart. And then you exhale, bring them closer together. And then just let let it follow your breath back and forth. And you might feel like tingliness. You might feel like magnets, like they're pulling and pushing. You feel that? Absolutely. So that's like in the little sequence it's feeling um, the field of chi around the body and it said that it's uh, recognizing like feeling the chi the field of chi around the body balances yin and yang energies and and what ha- what's been happening a lot lately is I feel the field of chi and I feel the chi in my body in my hands and in the beginning, what felt like solid and energy eventually just all feels the, feels the same anyway. And then it doesn't feel like my body is any different than everything that is anyway. Totally. You know what I mean? Totally, yeah. When you go into it, it becomes everything. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's everything. There is no, there is no separation. 
it's not even conceptual it's the experience of it totally yeah thanks for sharing that yeah that's that's really interesting that's that's another doorway it's another doorway of i it's new to me doorways everywhere that's I'm, that's what I love. There's there's literally doorways everywhere. It's so cool. <laughs> is it really? It's is. like awesome. I love I love finding new more doorways. I don't like I don't know why. It's just like a fun thing to do. I'm just like Oh yeah, it's here too. Yeah. <laughs> it's always been here everywhere because it's always there everywhere. Yeah. It's everything. It's, a, it's an open invitation to isness <laughs> constantly. Yeah. How cool and how cool that uh, I don't know they were buddies and we're be... clearly destiny in this lifetime for this this to happen for sure and of course there's I have no plan for it how could I like <laughs> it's just an ever unfolding mystery so whatever becomes of it becomes of it so when so when you feel internal prompts or whatever to you know, step into those roles that you saw yourself becoming, you know, just trust or faith, mm -hmm. whatever you prefer. <laughs> yeah. It's far more interesting to step into the unknowns than to stay in the unknowns or to stay in the knowns, you know? Mm some point it's just like oh yeah more of the same mm -hmm. and then stepping into the unknown it's just like whoa yeah so much more interesting even the mundane things like what you would consider normal day mm -hmm. daily routines like if you really investigate them it's a doorway into just this and it's like then becomes the most aus every moment becomes the most auspicious moment you know it's the unfolding mystery ever present timeless mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just a story that's time bound. Yeah. I really appreciate your willingness to sit in there too. Like every time, every time, like I feel us walking through the door together, like. There's, there's an acknowledgement that we're here and that we just sit. <laughs> I really like, I really like that. Not, every, not like, cause a lot of times, like a lot of people, a lot of times when I lead people here, like, like try to kind of walk them through, walk them through, um, into this space, like all, like it, as soon as they, they step through, they'll ask a question or like the mind will be like, like have some sort of narrative about it. <laughs> and so it's, it's, it's nice that that like mm -hmm. you don't but like like it not everybody's mind cooperates as well as yours does it's it definitely pops stuff up but i just been watching it mm. watching the mind pop things up and then watching them float away that's the practice yeah oh yeah oh yeah all right love you man <laughs>